Google. Google is our best friend. We depend on Google almost every day for assignments, businesses, our health, our family and friends, how to deal with life and death, everything. Hi, my name is Talia Johnson and today I will be discussing the benefits of Google and how it saved our lives. Google processes over 40,000 search queries every second of every day, which translates to over 3.5 billion searches per day and 1.2 trillion searches per year worldwide. And just in America, 67.5% of searches are conducted. Google was mainly created to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. On the Google Apps for Education team, they believe that open technology is the key to improving education. Over 70 of the top 100 universities in the United States have gone Google, including seven of the eight Ivy Leagues. Going Google in education is about four things, empowerment, choice, teamwork, and scale. Empowerment is being able to discover a world of infinite resources and change the world of the teacher from from simply dis disseminating information to coaching and supporting students as they explore the information accessible to them to solve real world problems. Choice, using the right device anytime, anywhere. They want, to, they want professors and students to use the right device, whether it's a laptop, tablet, phone, or desktop, regardless of platform and manufacturer, in school, at home, or on the go. Teamwork, we all know this one working together in real time. And last but not least, scale, affordable and easy to manage. Device and content management are equally important to keep the total cost of ownership low and allow IT teams to efficiently, efficiently sorry, and effectively manage all the different elements from network to applications to devices. Uh, as a part of, you know, part of what we want to do to, to grow our company is to have more searches. And what that means is we want to have uh, more people who are uh, healthy and uh, educated, uh, more animals if they start doing searches as well. Um, but uh, partly we wanted to, we want to make the world a better place. And so one thing that we're embarking upon is the Google Foundation. Uh, and we're in the process of setting that up. We also have a program already called Google Grants that now serves over 150 different charities around the world. And these are some of the charities that are on there. And it's something I'm very excited to be uh, a part of. Uh, in fact, many of the organizations that are here, the Acumen Fund, I think Aprotech we have running, I'm not sure if that one's up yet. Um, and many of the people who are presented here are running through Google Grants. Uh, they run Google Ads, uh, and, and we just give them the ad credit so they can uh, let organizations know. Um, one of the earlier results that we got, uh, we have a, a Singaporean businessman who is now sponsoring a village of 25 Vietnamese girls for their education, um, and that was one of the earliest results. And as I said, now there have been many, many stories that have come in. Uh, because we do have hundreds of charities in there, and the Google Foundation will be an even broader endeavor. But Google isn't just for students, it's for teachers as well. And teachers um, use it today, actually, because you guys all know that we use Google Classroom. And, you know, we can work in turning on assignments, 
even from our um, our phones when we can't use um, our Chromebooks for whatever reason. Um, and teachers can grade our assignments online using Google Classroom. Teachers are also um, allowed to send email reminders and announcements directly to us or um, whoever. And it's decreasing the likelihood that important permission slips or information is being lost. Um, the app's greatest potential is to change how education works and how it lies into how teachers and students collaborate. Um, teachers can um, customize assignments based on students' needs and interests. Multiple students can work on assignments at once and teachers can watch remotely as students collaborate, making them more like guides for where to find information than the ultimate sources of it. So now we're going to listen and continue listening to the creators of Google. So one of the things, uh, both Sergey and I went to Montessori school, and uh, I think uh, for some reason this is uh, this has been incorporated in Google. Uh, many many things at Google have come out of that, such as Workit, and also uh, Google News and the World also have come out of this. Mendel, who was supposed to be teaching high school students, actually you know discovered the laws of genetics, um, and as a hobby. <laughs> so many many. Google has provided free searches for words or terms, making all manner of information instantly retrievable, even if you did not know where it came from. With Google, you couldn't find even a needle in a haystack at any time. Unlocking that data has in indeed been a great equalizer. In school, for students regardless of the age or grade, it is a struggle. Some students might be afraid of asking for help in front of class or at all, and some students may ask for help but might still be confused. Now, I'm not saying that the teachers aren't doing a great job, but more than one resource can be very beneficial to that student or students, and Google is that resource. For example, when writing a persuasive essay, the best way to make your claim strong is to provide evidence, and more than one evidence makes the claim better. Google is a resource for a student to make the subject or problem easier, and Google helps provide different methods and ways instead of just one way. In conclusion, Google, as it has developed over the past 19 years, has made us believe that when one is inspired by some great purpose, we can transcend, transcend limitations. Anything is possible.